Welcome to Concerning CAMS, brought to you by Education Pathways. I'm Kevin Connickney, your host. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Our topic today is what is gambling and how to respond to challenges. I have the pleasure to be here with attorney Richard DeBost. Richard is a partner with the law firm of Godia Damsick, DeBost & Cross. Welcome, Richard, to Concerning CAMS, and could you please begin by telling us a bit about your background? Sure. I'm Richard DeBost, law firm of Godia Damsick, DeBost & Cross. We are a full-service law firm, but with a large primary practice area and community association law, and that's all I've done for 27 years is represent community associations. As we get started here, what are some common mistakes with gambling on association property? Well, uh, like everything else, it's a it's a very common social thing to do on community associations. They'll have poker night. They'll have the men's poker club, the women's canasta club, and everybody puts $5 in the pot. They'll have bingo. Uh, they'll have 50-50 raffles, uh, which are very common. All of that is gambling, okay? The, mm-hmm. the, uh, the three components to make something to be considered gambling and I don't care what name you put on it. I don't care how you spin it. Florida law says if there are three elements to be considered gambling, there's a prize. Could be money, could be a car, could be a turkey. There's a prize. There is consideration paid to have a chance to win the prize, which is money, uh, could be a donation, it could be whatever. You give something for the chance to win. And then the third component is what I've just mentioned, chance, which means it's not a game of skill necessarily, it's luck of the draw. So prize, chance, and consideration are the three components that make gambling. In Florida, there are uh, chapter 849, Florida statutes, covers gambling in various different forms, uh, and they do affect community associations. Okay, I'm wondering if we can break this down a little further because I I know uh, that's a that's a it's a lot to digest for folks. So let's start with uh, raffles. You know the whether it's at your church or whether it's at the association. Are there different nuances about whether it's a nonprofit, not a nonprofit? How does that stuff work? Yeah, I, in fact, Florida Statute eight forty nine point zero nine three five. You can look it up. Florida Statute eight four nine point zero nine three five covers. Uh, 50-50 raffles, sometimes called Chinese auctions, whatever you want to call it. The uh, the concept is you pay something, everybody pays a dollar or some dollars into a pot. If your name gets pulled, 50% of the proceeds go to you and 50% of the proceeds in most community associations go to the community association or the women's club at the community association or the men's club or whatever. I mean, I've gone to golf tournaments. They'll have a 50-50 auction. I've gone to church events. There's 50-50. They're very, very common. Okay. I would say almost all of them are illegal. Okay. Mm. Because uh, if you read the statute, uh, 50-50 auctions are legal. And the, the the biggest thing that community associations are not doing is while 50% of the money can go to the individual that won, the other 50% has to go to a charitable organization, which means a 501c34, whatever, which one it is, charitable organization. So in the classic case where the association promotes a 50-50 auction because we want to raise money to put in a new flagpole or whatever it might be. Everybody puts in five bucks. We raise five hundred dollars. Two fifty goes to the individual whose name is pulled, and two fifty goes into the flagpole fund. 
That's illegal because the 250 that went into the flagpole fund, your community association, while it's a not-for-profit corporation, is not a tax-wise charitable organization. So number one, that violates the statute. Um, Number two, what's interesting is if you read the statute, it literally says even the fully legitimate 50-50 auctions that you might see uh, throughout the community that are going to a charitable organization, so they meet that criteria. One of the interesting nuances of it that most people don't understand, and I didn't understand until I read it, the statute says you cannot require the person to actually pay any consideration in order to get a chance to win the 50-50. Which what it says is the law says you can suggest a donation. Okay. So that literally means, and it's supposed to be on your, there's certain information you have to provide if you're having a legitimate 50 50 auction. Uh, and one of them is, is you can suggest a donation of $5. You can't make the donation. So if the person mm-hmm. came up on a legitimate 50 50 and said, I don't want to pay you $5, I want to pay you nothing, I want a ticket. Legally, you have to give it to them. Mm. Uh, most people don't know that, and I'm sure your chances of winning would go down because the <laughs> charitable organization might miraculously lose your ticket. But in any case, the ones that occur at community associations, the, the number one thing they're not doing is that 50% of the money is not going to a charitable organization. So technically, that is illegal gambling. Now, honestly, what's the risk? Is there a huge risk that the, again, alcohol and tobacco arm of the state of Florida, they don't run around looking for illegal 50-50 auctions. But technically, it would be illegal gambling to have that on your community association. What type of penalties do people see if they're caught doing something like this? Well, illegal gambling is a crime, okay? So uh, I I don't think they're going to charge a community association with illegal gambling, uh, uh, but potentially that's what it would be. So again, um, you know, I don't want to rain on everybody's parade. These are so common and it's not a huge risk and nobody really gets hurt, but it only takes one person to get mad. I guess I would caution community associations that maybe they shouldn't be the primary sponsor of the event. If the women's club wants to run it and it goes to the women's club or something, but taking those proceeds from illegal gambling and putting them into the association's bank account There is a little bit of risk there. But again, I mean, the risk is very low. And I don't think you're going to be criminally charged unless it's some huge racket. You'd probably, if somebody called the police, they'd come in and tell you, hey, you can't do this. So again, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer on all this. Okay. What about the poker game in the community association, you know, common room? Okay. Uh, Florida law covers that as well and actually allows poker games, uh, they're called Pentiani poker games, which basically, and I'm not an expert on it, but Florida law essentially says as long as the pot for the poker game does not exceed $10, it's, it's an exception to illegal gambling. So as long as if the police came in and raided the community association poker game and they saw $30 in the pot, you, you could, you could get in trouble. But if the pot is $10 or less, it's penny any poker, and you're not going to get in trouble. And, you know, if you're clever enough, you can you can get around that the money in the pot doesn't look like more than $10, but maybe everybody agrees it is. But I really wouldn't worry about it because I think the first time you get in trouble, if you did, and I can't tell you I have a lot of associations that I've ever heard of getting raided for poker games, <laughs> right. but you probably – it's not a high priority for the for the 
police or the state attorney, you'd probably just get a warning not to do it again. But, you know, technically the pots need to be $10 or less. There's also bingo uh, rules allow that allow bingo. I don't know all the rules on bingo, but there are rules that allow legal bingo, which is gambling again. It's chance. Okay. Uh, that was the question I was going to ask. If the association is donating prizes and people are playing bingo or things like that, is that is that the same as if someone's paid to to buy a card to play bingo? How does that? What are well, the nuances again, the, there? There is a special bingo statute that uh, can make bingo legal. I don't know all the ins and outs okay. of it, uh, but I know it's pretty common at Elks lodges and things like that. So if you're going to run an official bingo game, just ask your legal counsel to look into the to the way to do it legally. Um, as far as donating prizes, again, um, the prize doesn't have to be cash. So, you know, uh, again, remember, gambling is chance, consideration, and uh, a prize. So that's what makes up illegal gambling. So if you said, uh, you know, uh, you put $10 in the hat, and if you win, you get a free turkey, that's gambling. So what about the, uh, the group in a condo that every Friday night they want to have a poker game and they reserve the room? Uh, and that's very common. Um, that brings up a broader issue, which I'll touch on, and then I'll answer that question. Um, it's very common in community associations to have a social committee, okay, uh, that puts on holiday events, uh, sponsors, uh, poker nights, sponsors, movie nights, which we can talk about a little bit, sponsors, all kinds of things. It's very healthy for a community. It's it's why people like to live together, and, and it's a social thing. So that's very common. Um the interesting nuance is that the condominium, particularly in a condominium, but it would, would cover in an HOA, the, the statutes and your governing documents dictate what you can spend money on from the association. The association collects your assessments, and those assessments, are how they're lawfully spent is dictated by the statutes and by your governing documents. And at its core, those assessments are used to maintain, repair, replace, and protect the common elements. Buy insurance, paint the building, pave the sidewalk, okay? That's what it's for. Very common, associations can start to use some of that money to pay for social events. Uh, they might say, well, we're going to give uh, the social committee $1,000 from our, our association bank account to put on a holiday party. Nobody really complains. Nobody's upset. But technically, unless your governing documents literally said, hey, the proper use of association assessments is to sponsor social events, that's in, an improper use of your association funds. Now, a lot of communities do it. That goes into the gambling thing. They might sponsor the gambling night and everything like that. So I guess what I want to say, as far as the gambling goes, the association should not officially say this is the official ABC condo association uh, board approved and adopted poker night. Let the social committee should really be kind of an organic ad hoc committee of volunteers that is not officially sanctioned by the board. That insulates the board to some degree as far as using association funds or being legally tied to what that committee might do that's improper regarding gambling or alcohol we talked about or other things. Um, so you know, social committees really should be just an organic volunteer group that, that works on their own because they're rarely appropriately sanctioned in the governing documents and certainly giving money to the social committee while it's done. And if it's not a lot of money, nobody cares. It's technically not 
not allowed. I have more recently, because it's so common, when I rewrite governing documents, I will often put in there under the provision about what are common expenses, I will often put in there a a sentence or two that says, the board, as part of the budget, can fund social events that are available to all owners to come to, including but not limited to... um, you know, honorariums or awards. Like, for example, and again, I guess this is a little bit off topic, but it's often the outgoing president. The board will buy a plaque for the outgoing president or more often will use association funds to buy a gift card to the outgoing president to thank him or her for their service. That's really an inappropriate use of common expense money unless your governing documents cover it. Again, nobody really gets in trouble if it's not excessive, but I have associations that have had social budgets of ten, fifteen thousand dollars, which are not covered in their governing documents, and and that can be a can be problematic. It's a little bit off topic for gambling, but it all kind of goes to these social activities really should be organic. The gambling should be a group of guys that get together and call themselves whatever they want to call them, but it's not officially sanctioned by the board, so that insulates the board to a degree. Richard, thank you for joining us today on Concerning Cams to walk us through what is gambling and how to respond to challenges. If listeners have additional questions, how can they best reach you or your associates at the law firm of Godia Damsick to boast and cross? Sure. The easiest way is uh, go to our website. It's G-A-D-C Law. That's G-A-D-C-L-A-W dot com. Um, there's an owner question portal where you can put in a question and we'll uh, we'll try to answer it or call you back and we're happy to help. Thank you, Richard. We'll include this contact information in the episode notes for this podcast.